mass and shelling and, and lots of sort of explosions around the closest like 10 meters covering me with like sand and dirt and mm. whatever uh, almost knocked, knocked me down and it was like non-stop uh, that was happening you know uh, it was clearly very intense it was clearly um very um, important for both sides. It was was clear that this was a you know it was a place where we wouldn't move and they wouldn't uh, give up. It's Monday, April 11th, and we will be joined again by Jose, and that's going to be in moments. He is fighting in Ukraine as part of the Ukrainian army and uh he's joining us right now here and uh we're gonna get the latest on everything happening over there hi there sir how are you very well very well thank you thanks so much for uh taking the time again uh for talking with us jose um where you know i know you said you were moving east right and there's been some reporting that we're seeing here in the united states that uh russia is basically readying Politico says Russia, Russians readying for a new offensive in eastern Ukraine, according to the U.S. government. And I know the government's been talking about this for a while, in particular uh, questions about the Donbass region. What are you seeing and whereabouts are you? Well, um, when we talked last time, I was uh, near Kiev. I'm still in the area, moving in and out. Um, lots of um, lots of troops and lots of uh, resources have been um, um, relocated mm. because it's clear that they failed in the um, in the uh, Kiev region and uh, northern region like Sumy. That's where I was today. Um, so they have, and Chernihiv as well, so they have decided to concentrate on the, uh, on the Eastern front, uh, Eastern, East and South, uh, even though they failed, um, on the South, um, to advance beyond Kherson, but, uh, they're still trying because, they have Crimea as a strong base, uh, as they believe. Um, it's, a, it's a very um, kind of difficult and uncertain situation. It's not, um, it's not clear win for Ukraine yet. Um, certainly, it's a, it's a clear win as far as the... Uh, as the first months of of um, of the war, but the long term, it's um, it has proven to be a much more um, so. You know, I, I'm I'm struggling to find right words because mm. um, in many ways, many times over and over, all of us. You know, in New York, Philadelphia, in London, in, you know, all over the world, yeah. in Kiev, and you know, in Kharkiv, you know, we are surprised. We are sort of we are taking by huge surprise 
Uh, how how can that happen? How can people do that? How why why would they uh, you know kill people of the same religion, same same language, same race, same everything? Yeah. Um, I mean, not that you know I would I would sort of support any killing of of people of different religions, but you know at least you have some explanation why people go crazy. Uh, so this time it's really difficult and, and it's, it's really like, you know, artificial belief created the, you know, that something has to happen. Um, and it's, and, and again, the, the violence, uh, the, uh, atrocity, the, um, the animal behavior, <laughs> you know, all of that, it really, I mean, I couldn't tell you last time, but you know, Bucha is the direction I was, I was, wow. you know, I was allocated to. Oh my god! That's where I was on the other front, on the other side of the, the front line. Now I went over the front line, and I've, yeah, we actually we went almost over front line, acting, uh, and 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 we saw some of it, but not all of it, nearly. Uh, and now, <laughs> you know, I've been over, I've seen my, uh, my positions um, now that they have been freed. Um, so I've, I've seen it from my side. I've seen it from the enemy side. I heard stories how people were telling that, oh, there was, this was happening and that was happening. And, you know, it's interesting when you listen to the stories about yourself and, and your, your teammates, um, <laughs> You know, it's it's like a, a sort of a you know watching movie, uh, a, a sort of about yourself and your and your friends. Um, you know, I've been through all of this, but um, we could not imagine, and I still not, I don't think many people can still understand how how can this the whole thing should be could be so violent, humanless. Uh, I don't know. Well, I don't know what right words are. So anyway, um, east and east and south. Yes, they are focusing. Yes, they are pushing. Yes, the troops are being relocated. Uh, yes, Ukrainians have a difficult sort of uh, setup now because you understand that Moldova has this Pridnistrovia portion, which Russia has, uh, um, you know, has spoiled and, and put their inserted their troops. So we have it at the hour back. Then we have. Um, Belarusians on the other side. Then we have Georgians, who are supposed to be our ideological partners, but you know they've been taking over politically. So now they're helping them to overcome uh, so-called restrictions, even though by now it should have been full embargo. Um, but we're still talking about sanctions. Um, uh, so it's it's uh, it's complicated picture all over, and uh, and Ukraine is. It's not they are going to go for offensive. They have started. Uh, it's it's a very uh, it's a very um, uh, intense fighting in the Kharkiv area. It's uh, it's very intense fighting in the whole Donbas area. Uh, you appreciate Mariupol is is fighting, and it's not that it's not over. Uh, there are Ukrainian soldiers there that are fighting day and night in and out without any support, food, water, ammunition, but they're still fighting. Uh, today was the news that there was some chemical, some, some sort of uh, uh, weapon used 
which has some chemical agent in it and nobody knows what it is. We'll see what, uh, what information uh, we will have. Um, so it's, I'm pretty, pretty clear that we are entering the, the sort of the, uh, the second act of that idiotic uh, drama. Um, I don't know how many acts we will have. I'm sure we'll have a victorious ending. Uh, sometimes, sometimes yeah. victory has a, the a very bitter and, and the bloody taste uh, and people are not uh, celebrating it yeah. uh, rather morning. Uh, but, um, and uh, I am... I am getting a very bad feeling that this is all going global. And uh, unfortunately, lots of people, lots of countries don't realize it soon enough. Mm. Because, you know, when things become global, but people are slow realizing that, that means that it becomes global in a very bad way. Right. Um, so I, I don't want to be overly negative, but... Um, um, Things are getting, and you see, another thing is that uh, um, world is, uh, you know, since Second World War, world became too comfortable, too lazy, and too um, complacent. People become very um, tired very soon, very quickly on sort of continuous bad news. And I can imagine, I can understand that I've lived in the uh, U.S., I've lived in Canada, you know, I've lived in Mexico, I've lived in many countries. Uh, you know, people want to have sort of some mental stability anytime they can afford it. Right. Um, that's not the case. That's not the situation where I think people can, can find that until, until we're done and over with. Um, so... Mm, I'm afraid that we all have to be prepared to, to hear word Ukraine um, for a few more months. And unfortunately, uh, however quick decision-making is, it's not quick enough. Mm. Um, unfortunately, the whole thing has been a bit too slow. And, uh, and, and the politicians, the governments, um, they have to start taking quicker decisions and more decisive decisions. And we are, you know, we are, we are, we are not far away from very decisive and serious moves, especially US. US, I think, is, is ahead, of, uh, ahead of Europe, for sure. Europe is still struggling with some of the funny elections that they have. And, you know, <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, France right now, yeah. <laughs> I mean, not only France, but Germany. Mm. Um, I mean, even Berlusconi came out and he said that. <laughs> I mean, Berlusconi talking about uh, war crimes committed by Putin is. Uh, <laughs> I mean, you know, uh, yeah. I, I, I don't know if I should laugh about that or cry about that. But um, but in the, at the same time, look at the uh, Germans, they're still trying to. Um, you know, trying to follow that uh, logical, um, ethical, uh, moral, uh, political science maze that was created by Angela Merkel. And you're still trying to dance that uh, sort of complicated game, trying to uh, 
please, Russia. I mean, come on, mm. guys, wake up, <laughs> wake up, wake up. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> thing that we are having in, in Ukraine is, is way beyond anything that even Second World War uh, had uh, at, the, at, the, at the initial stage. Mm. It just uh, the, you know what? Um, one thing I'm sure your listeners will um, will appreciate that. Um, you know, Ukraine lived through uh, German occupation, mm-hmm. and we still have. My mother is uh, was she uh, lived through? Uh, she's ninety one. Uh, she lived through this. Uh, the 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 Germans coming, and then some allies of Germans coming. Um, and, and she, uh, you know, she sort of tells me stories of, and then my father-in-law was doing the same. My father fought in the second world war. I heard some, I mean, I'm not saying anything good about Nazi, but that was an organized force that has some discipline and order. It was ugly order, but it was order. It was not like mass raping or mass looting or, you know, like, you know, <laughs> I mean, I, I don't, I mean, people sometimes they say the, the, the Russians behave like Mongols in the, uh, in the Chinggis Khan area uh, time. You know, I, I've read a lot, a lot about Chinggis Khan, you know, <laughs> that was an interesting culture where they adopted other religions. You know, they brought, uh, uh, they brought scientists from countries that they conquered they combined races they come like it's not it's not nazi it's not Genghis khan it's, it's something else something of, out of different world um and uh, I, I don't think we can afford it i mean you know black white yellow whatever we are you know whatever religions we are i don't think we can afford having in in, in amongst us human beings a force that that whatever they're trying to prove and uh who is whoever is paying for the banquet because somebody is paying for the banquet you understand and it's not mm-hmm. russians right and we all know who, who that is but we all don't want to say that you know <laughs> but whoever is paying for it they have chosen a wrong performer because the performance is so ugly that I, I think anybody looking at that should say and, and have to say is that it doesn't belong in this world. It has to be rejected. And important thing is that um, sort of the idea I'm driving is that important thing that we all focus on it and we all make the rejection happen. We cannot tolerate Aleppo's all over the place. Right. We just cannot do it. You know, doesn't matter what political affiliation, doesn't matter what the religious, you know, side, the, nothing, nothing matters as long as evil of that magnitude and that size of that, um, Brats exists and and europe is is really uh i mean on one hand i am amazed how much 
um, you know, France, uh, Belgium, Poland, Slovakia, small country out of all, you know, uh, Baltic Republic, how much they're doing. Uh, but at the same time, they're not doing, like it's, there is you no, know, there's a doing your best and doing just not good enough. Um, the, the, the issue is they're all afraid of inflation. They're all afraid of uh, turmoils. And, and my question is, do you guys honestly believe that if this war continues into 2023, that there will be anything left of your economies? Do you really think that the breadbasket of Europe shutting down, not supplying food for Africa, for Middle East, globally russia being in in complete collapse i mean today's uh, news about this default yeah. and and I, I'm, I'm okay war is not being fought on their territory that <laughs> that's much easier for them but at the same time you know the economy is going to be uh, and, and they are another second uh, second uh, serial uh, uh, exporter what do you think will happen? I mean, they're they complaining about gas and oil. So longer you keep this, this conflict going, the more devastating it is for the global economy. And then again, who's going to harvest? Who's going to benefit? The people that orchestrated it. Yeah. And it's easy to see who orchestrated it if you look at how, who uh, built up their cereal, grain, and food, food resources over the last two years. Again, I'm not naming countries. Right. People with with access, they can easily see and see how much resources people have accumulated. And we all know who, who, who that is. But even for that people, you know, it is badly orchestrated. You guys have chosen a wrong actor. So coming back. Mm -hmm. uh, yes, it is. Um, the fire has intensified, the fighting has intensified. Um, no, it's not a victory. Yes, we have willingness and, and, and a lot of resources yet inside Ukraine to fight. No, we don't have enough weapon. Absolutely not. Because we're being bombed, we're being shelled, we're being chemical agents are being used and it's now it's proven fact um not only uh today's uh, news on mariupol before that there were phosphorus bombs um landmines i mean all over um things that are completely illegal according to um geneva absolutely yeah no it is <laughs> like, like without <laughs> question funny. yeah everything i'm reading you're right yeah I mean, it's just this clearly illegal like not you know not permittable you know, one of the one of the things that is happening in my life now is that um, uh, w the training is being taken much more seriously in, in at least in our department, mm. and we're being I'm being taken through a lot of sort of trainings before we are sent uh, full time to to assignments. Mm. Uh, <laughs> one of them is explosives and uh, and yes, they're they're using landmines all over the place and uh you know <laughs> funny funny thing the most uh, the most popular landmine is uh soviet's uh copied from us 
Hmm. Um, <laughs> the only thing they copied it, tripling the amount of explosives inside. Oh, so uh, uh, initially, it was meant to be uh, kind of uh, you know slicing your foot off. Right now, <laughs> the same landmine. Uh, sorry, it would. It was uh, invented um, uh, to to you know to slice your food and uh, to be then self destroyed after six months or whatever. So Russians have uh, <laughs> they have uh, perfected it by tripling the amount of explosives and forgetting about the uh, um, uh, self uh, destruction. So it stays forever until it gets rotten. Um, it's being distributed by uh, capsules uh, with, uh, uh, you know, about a hundred of of this uh, of these things, uh, and uh, and and uh, and it covers the the areas. And 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 now we have you know the thousands and thousands of square miles, um, tens of thousands, hundreds of thousands, um, covered by that crop. Um, completely illegal, but uh, that is happening, and 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 the chemical agents and all of it. Oh, I have lots of different trainings. I, I'm in a, okay. in a special uh, special um, type of uh, unit. Uh, we are having lots of lots of trainings. Okay. Um, and um, but it's not only us. Uh, the whole country is now going through very intensive military. Um, you know, exercises and uh, experience exchanges and uh, uh, re-equipment, uh, a lot of, um, 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 you know, civilians help uh, equipping people with uh, defense, with uh, communication. Uh, it's the, the whole country is quickly militarizing in in, in intelligent way um, mm. on different levels um, you you have a, a simple units where people are just learning how to shoot and then you have uh, scientists that are developing uh, new artificial intelligence systems that analyze uh, tons of uh, video surveillance and, and satellite information to draw conclusions on the uh, changes of um, uh, uh, relocation of of military personnel on the on the opposite side so country is, is learning country is moving uh, I, I'm I'm very proud of Ukrainians uh, every day I learn something that that makes me very proud of my country men and women. Uh, but by the way, women are amazing. <laughs> Just every time we go to a shooting range uh, as a training, uh, sort of, I, I see more and more civilian women coming with legally purchased guns just to come to to defend themselves and and and, and their families. And I mean, when you read about the mass rape and uh, you know the Russians walking into houses and shooting the men and raping the woman uh, in front of the children and then killing the the mother and leaving uh, children with all these memories you know when when you read once <laughs> you don't need much more right to take the gun and uh, wait for them to come you know <laughs> mm -hmm. so that's the that's the national sport now um, mm -hmm. people understand that you have to 
you have to deal with the with the you know with this uh, again <laughs> difficult right. to find words <laughs> I'm sure, sure. careful uh, <laughs> no i understand time. yeah um yeah yeah absolutely it's it's there's so many things you want to say and and yeah just the the wording is it's it's a challenge i mean uh, can you talk about a little bit about um bucha i mean because you you said that you couldn't say at the time but you were there i mean you know we saw the images of bodies and, and everything just you know on the street as as you know vehicles moved through it was just the the images we saw at least here in the states which is horrifying i mean i imagine you know and, and i think you touched on this that was a lot of you know your sense of things too on the ground i mean just how challenging was it for you in the fight on on the ground in that area well we had um, kind of two directions uh both links to the same place uh one was challenging in a way that was a complicated assignment and it was like a more like a surgery another one was um just a complete uh, mess and shelling and, and lots of sort of explosions around the closest like 10 meters covering me with like sand and dirt and mm. whatever uh, almost knocked, knocked me down and it was like non-stop uh, that was happening you know uh it was clearly very intense. It was clearly um, very um, important for both sides. It was was clear that this was a you know it was a place where we wouldn't move and they wouldn't uh, give up. Right. But I obviously, well, not true because I um, I have family members who were doing volunteering work and uh, at some stages I was uh, helping them when I was off duty to sort of equip people who are going back through the front line or between the sort of around the front line because the people needed some medication and some people with diabetes sitting without uh, insulin and etc you know mm -hmm. um, so it was one lady I can't name her name, wouldn't be fair, uh, but... Uh, no, you don't have to, you don't have to name her. Yeah, yeah. you know, we, we met, I sort of, we delivered some support and <laughs> I incidentally sort of gave her a hug uh, mm. because she was just going to, to go around the front line and sort of go back. Uh, and uh, very nice, very intelligent, very, um, very, 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 very nice person. And... Um, you know, like five days, six, six days ago, I uh, I was told that she disappeared, and then oh, no. um, we found uh, she. You know, the the um, our you know the 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 uh, military uh, union, the um, um, the uh, secret services. They they found her body, and there was a funeral and all of it, and she was dead, and the two men uh, with her also were dead, and uh, um. You know, you you learn how to deal with it on a personal level. Like when it when it comes to people, you know when you know what. <laughs> one thing I, t I can tell you where I cracked into into tears. Um, I'm I'm usually very romantic and very emotional person, but for some reason during this war I was not at all. Mm. The one one moment when I really sort of had <laughs> difficulties was 
I was on the railway station and uh, and I was standing there and there was a, a kid that came to me and he pulled me from like by, by my hand and he said, uh, is your military unit has a kitchen? I looked at him. Uh, it was a military uniform. I said, what? He said, are you guys making porridge? Because I like that porridge with milk that military make. I was fed by Ukrainian military. And, and I was standing there, it was a woman with three children uh, trying to depart for some western part of Ukraine. And, uh, you know, that is really heartbreaking. You know, hungry children in the middle of Kiev, you know, uh-huh. with mother with, with hands shaking. I ran to the supermarket, bought whatever I bought, whatever I could find and brought to this child. And I, I really, um, you know, I was looking... I, I, you know, when, when you when you lose a friend, uh, when when your friend is injured, or, or with a person that you you know you were trying to help uh, got killed, it's it's one thing. But when the when kids suffer, uh, it is it is much more um, it's much more emotionally touching, and yeah. uh, and 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 uh, you know, and that's all over the place. I mean, I'm not talking about rape. I'm not talking about all this crap. That, but I, I have not experienced it myself. Um, I, I certainly hear the stories, and I, I saw the bodies when I uh, went to Bucha immediately after the. Um, uh, and it's all horrible. It's all. Um, yeah. But you know, we all have our soft spot where <laughs> where you break emotionally. You know, where you um, where you sort of uh, experience it, and, and and it kind of gets under your skin um so that's that's not the 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 entire thing is not the way it should be it it, it shouldn't be any of this it it, you know just doesn't doesn't have any right to be um doesn't have any reason to be uh, that way um it has to be stopped we have to stop it and uh and and the whole world have to stop it it just has to be stopped once and forever um well, the, the attacks get so much more. And, and by the way, I, yeah, with, I mean, there's nothing more heartbreaking than, than the suffering of a child. I mean, it's just, I mean, it's, it's just, it's, it's on my gosh. I'm, I'm just so sorry you had to see that. I'm so sorry you've had to deal with all of this, you know, obviously, you know, um, is, is there a sense of, you know, you, you continue to sort of watch, you know, the lack of, there's still a massive, as you say, lack of engagement, you know, from, from the rest of the world, you know, in this, right. And um, when you see these attacks getting, I mean, there's the train station attack, you know, that we uh, just a couple of days ago, I think, you know, which has been among, from what I've read, the deadliest yet. What, what does it take, you know, what, what does it take for, what some would say either a moral obligation or just a, you know, cause like here, I mean, there's, you know, the Ukrainian flag is flying everywhere in the city of Philadelphia, the art museum has been turned into blue and gold and you see it all across the, 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 the country here. And I'm sure, you know, many Western nations, but you don't see that. It's fair to say you don't see that engagement, right. Matched on the ground. And, and so I just felt like, what goes through your mind and what does it take to, uh, to get some r- more real assistance there? Well, um, I know it's a, lo- it's very... a loaded question. I know. I'm sorry. I know it's a big no. question. No, it's it's a big question, but it's a key question. It's it's a core of of the whole thing. Uh, 
uh, war is very expensive exercise, unfortunately, and that's that's very true mm. in many ways. In uh, in sense of human lives, in sense of people injured, in sense of people going mad and crazy, and we will have to deal with it. I mean, uh, you know, can you imagine how people will be digesting all all of that emotional load they get mm. for how many years? How many people will go mad? How many yeah. people will be will have disabilities of all kinds, um, injuries? Um, I mean, I can go on and on. I can give you examples, but you know, it, it's not it's not the point. Yeah, the trauma. Um, oh gosh, it is trauma all over it. But the other thing, you know, can you imagine right now on the battlefield on the Ukrainian side, you have about half a million men, men, women. Then you have another five, six million people on the move, seven million people on the move. Then you have completely dysfunctional economy. Then you have uh, this half a million military associated people. You need to feed them. You need to move them around. You need to dress them up. You need to give them personal protection. You need to give them weapons. You need to give them communication lines. You need to organize them. Can you imagine how much of material resources you're talking oh about? My God, and this yeah. is one side. This is one side. But then, then there is another side, which is another half a million. I mean, you know, plus minus, you know, the same. I mean, this is such... And then let's think about ecological issues. And people are talking about global warming. Global what, sorry? Yeah. I mean... Try to come and see what it is when the war is happening, how much of forest is burning, how much of tires are burning, how many, how many houses are burning, how many factories, how many chemical plants. All of that is exploding and, and, and making lots of smoke. And people just don't pay attention to it because it's just... Um, so all of that is a very, very um, painful, but also a very expensive exercise. And then... Mm. And then what you have, you, you obviously have a weaponry, weaponry of, uh, of a stone age. Then you have a weaponry of, uh, of uh, early industrialized age. And then you have a modern weaponry. Uh, one of the trainings I'm getting right now is also flying drones and getting surveillance for tactical reasons, so for tactical purposes, not, not obviously for long range right. intelligence. Uh, uh, you know, all of that, it's equipment that, that saves lives and it's equipment that gives you functionality and, and it gives you a, a, um, a chance to defend yourself and to, to win at the end. Ukraine is running out of uh, armored vehicles, of tanks, for understandable reason, because we don't have the 12, 13, 15,000 tanks as, as Russia has, and we will never have, and maybe we don't need them, uh, but, but we need something to, uh, you know, to defend. Uh, and, and because, you know, war is not only defending, it's sometimes defending, sometimes attacking, like you have to help Mariupol. How can you break in without, uh, without the armored vehicles? Uh, we need some sort of aviation. Uh, we need uh, air defense. Uh, and all of that I mean, I'm not talking about Russians going crazy with their chemicals or biological weapon or, or nuclear. Um, that is a different 
sort of stage of the drama, which I don't want even going. I'm sure we'll get some of it. Nobody doubts. Russians are putting the the whole surroundings, you know, that that they will get to this uh, without any question. Uh, The only thing on the scale of Ukraine as a country, they will be um, very inefficient. I mean, you know, you cannot you cannot poison the whole country, Ukraine. You can poison hundreds of thousands or tens of thousands of people, but uh, I'm sure there will be some of it. Uh, um, so we need we need support. Uh, I really like that uh, the line of landlies um, and people that are not familiar with that. This is a, a concept from Second World War. Why is it good? Why is it important? Because that simply gives you a signal, gives Russians a signal that no matter how long and how much it will take, Ukrainians will get what they need to fight. I think it's such a good signal to send to Kremlin that I would really encourage to this, this to be fully implemented and uh, fully uh, sort of uh, engaged. Um, the sooner we do it, it's not about only Ukrainian lives. Yeah, we will still die. I'm sure there will be, uh, there will be lots of people dying. I'm not happy, but you know, that, 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 that is something that we have to assume, that we have to understand. But the point is, the longer we wait, the, uh, the, the price that humanity will pay for that, whatever the cold experiment or that, that unfortunate development, uh, the price will go up, economical price, political price, um, frustration of people, uh, you know, lots of things will, uh, I mean, look at, look at French elections, uh, look at uh, European politics. Uh, you know, you know what happened in the first, second world war is that people when get, uh, when get depressed, when the economy goes down, then, then, then there is a strong man that comes here and there. And then all of a sudden you, you have a mind. So we all would love to have that, uh, that, I shouldn't say conflict, that war, that craziness to be localized and to be done and dealt with on the somewhat regional level. So the sooner we deal with it and we, we're done with that, the less the risk of major global um, devastation. And land lease is good because it, it gives us good signal that people that are willing to fight the evil will be given the means to fight the evil. And uh, if that happens, I think, um, well, you know, it's difficult to, to predict what, what the crazy uh, people sitting in, 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 in Russian capital will do. But yeah. I, I think that should, should have certain sobering effect uh, on them. Um, and uh, at some stage, there will have to be uh, there will have to be an end. Any war has an end. Uh, the pro- problem is that sometimes that end comes at the price that you know that that you don't want to even imagine. Yeah. Um, so that is very important. Um, now, how can we influence it? I think very simple. Everyone should write to their politicians saying that. Uh, we believe in that, we support it, or we re- reject it. Uh, unfortunately, lots of speculations. Uh, again, France is, is a perfect example when 
one side talks about uh, uh, sort of global order and the other side talks about um, economic stability and purchasing power. <laughs> and both arguments are close to hearts of, of, uh, of people electing them. And then the game sort of goes on. Uh, I don't think it's time, time for games. I think it's time for a sober, uh, sober view at the thing, and um, and I hope that that our politicians are responsible. But at the same time, people have to, you know, have to show some some civil sort of responsibility and and, and assume some of that um, some of that responsibility themselves, uh, helping politicians to to take right decisions. It makes a lot of sense. It really does. I mean, you, you know, you can't do this alone. Obviously, you and your 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 fellow men and women in the military, you can't do all this by yourself. And so, and that's why we appreciate you, you know, telling it as it is and how you see it. You know, we really do because it it really paints the picture like no one else really can. You know. I imagine it's probably uh, is it. Uh, it's very late for you all there. I, I imagine. I don't know if it, this is the time you're usually well, it's sleeping. Late. Or, yeah, it's late. I also was uh, 13 hours nonstop at that certain duty. Uh, oh, yeah. So it's but, but honestly, talking to you, uh, talking to people outside of Ukraine, you know, trying to sort of push the case, and uh, however critical I I was and I am. Of our president, but I think Zelensky is doing excellent job, and I think he made the point of, of making the whole world understanding. And I, I give him a lot of, a lot of, you know, credits for that. I think he has done a, a very good job trying to push this agenda, trying to to persuade people to to bring attention, and also not caving in. Right. Uh, you know, because when people tell you that, you know, this and that, your neighbor is, is ugly, he's uh, this, he's bad, he's that, but you have to cave in because he's he's too ugly and he's too strong. And <laughs> the only argument you can have is, you know, there's two magic words, uh, F off, you know. Right. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what, what can you say? I mean, I've heard it so many times that ah, yeah. Russians are this, uh, so you have to keep it. And what can you say? The only thing you can say is that, you know, please <laughs> lay right. off, you know, right, I am right. not taking it. And, and that's what, what he's doing. And I think he, he really deserves a lot of credit for that. And I, mm -hmm. you know, any, anything we can do to bring the case, to present the case, to, uh, to make sure that we are still on the world agenda until this is all done and over with. And then we can celebrate together and hopefully have all of you guys coming and seeing how beautiful country we have. And uh, I would love that. Know. I would love that. Never been. I would um, love that. You will. You will. I mean, Ukraine before the war was. I mean, it still is, is beautiful. I, I was. You know, I, I've been last few days. I've been sort of driving around on those assignments, but it's uh you know it's still a, it's still a very beautiful country spring came you know the crops are coming out uh it's uh despite uh, some of the signs uh, being you know mines here mines there and it's like i, I don't know how we will harvest the, the field that has been mined oh my god uh, yeah. i don't know how you do that it, it's, oh my gosh but you didn't even think surreal. about it Jeez, yeah. <laughs> it's real yeah right 
Oh, but you know, you drive, you see some, you know, unshaved man standing on the middle of some nowhere road, uh, asking you questions, where are you going, what they're doing. Then you have a small chat with them, you know, and mm-hmm. it just it, it's it's amazing country, and it it always was was very nice and very friendly and full of history and full of joy and and fun, and uh, I'm sure you, we would love to have you all sort of you know visiting us and and seeing this country but but we need to have we need to be done with uh, with that beast right uh and it's it will take it will take an effort it will take some you know some losses uh and we certainly appreciate help uh, there's a lot of help a lot mm-hmm. of moral help you know some some friends calling me sending me emails uh, text messages i have talk to them for 25 years you know mm. <laughs> and they come out and they 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 sort of locate me through social media and they you know send me uh, all sorts of uh, you know supporting messages uh, people are sending money i frankly i have difficulties allocating some of these funds because they're saying we would like to buy something you know this some food some some medicals uh you know it's a lot of support that is coming it just have to come to a a critical point uh, where this the whole thing will come together, and and then it will transform itself into into final destruction of evil. Right. Um, and you know, we are we are ready to to push it to the very end to mm. to to resolution. And uh, it's important we do it together. It's very important. That unified message is what it's all about. Yeah, no doubt. Yep. Jose, uh, anything else you'd like to add? I mean, I know it's late there. I thank, can't thank you enough. I mean, I can't thank you enough whenever we get to check in. And I know it's been a while and I'm, I'm glad you're you're still, you know, keeping at it. And it's exhausting with 13 hour days. I mean, my gosh. And not that there's a not that there's a clock in for these types of things, obviously. But I mean, my gosh, we're just we're we're all behind you here in the United States. You know that. Um, you know what I can say? Um you know, for uh, I would love to come up something for our uh, Jewish and, and Muslim friends, uh, but I will use a Christian example of of of, of Jesus carrying his cross. Uh, <laughs> it's obviously closer to my heart, and 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 it's more understandable. You know, we, each of us are given our own challenge, right. and Christians hold it across. And we have to carry it. And uh, every time you remember how Jesus was going through all the stations where he was tortured and, and, you know, and every station you come to, you always think, no, I cannot, I cannot take it any further. I cannot, uh, I cannot. And, you, you know, some people give up and I've seen people, some people give up uh, because of their physical, mental condition. And, uh, uh, but we, as a, as a, as a group, uh, and now it's not the nation; it's, it's, a, it's a global group. We are carrying this cross, and we have to carry it until until very end. Um, because uh, you guys have, in other words, four days, five days, and then you have Easter. Yep. And that's the whole point, you know. That's the that's the whole. Again, I don't want this to be a, a sort of a Christian. Uh, no, I understand. Yeah. Sort of, Sorry, but the, the point is that I mean, talking about Jews, you know, the uh, you know the forty years in in, in desert and 
uh, you know, the, it just, you know, you have to go through your suffering to get to the point of um, not a cheap victory, but a, a, a sort of transformation and, 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 and glorious um, sort of harmonious um, existence. And what, this is what we're going through with your help. Uh, and uh, it's not easy. But we'll get there. Uh, I don't think we'll get there by uh, Sunday night, right. as uh, you guys will go to church and uh, and then say uh, all the nice uh, nice things about Easter, um, um, or or Jews with Passover, uh, which is happening uh, sort of uh, in the same uh, in the same uh, uh, time frame, so to speak. Um, but eventually we will. Eventually we will, and and this will be a, a moment of 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 uh, of um, harmonious uh, establishment, uh, harmonious uh, balance achieved through efforts of all of us, yeah. including people in Russia, because Russia still has ten percent, five percent, whatever percentage, twenty percent of population that suffers from what they see, from what they have to deal with. And they are not all animals. There are human beings there. Unfortunately, they are in the, in the great minority. Right. Uh, and we cannot do much helping them now, but at some stage, they will have to take over and, and take this country to, to some sort of cleaning and some sort of transformation. Um, so let's go through our stages. Let's carry our crooks. And let's go go to the point where we can all celebrate, and then we'll wait you to we'll expect you to come to to visit us, and hopefully you will discover Ukraine from another angle. Yeah, I sure look forward to that. I do. As we march on to freedom, I look forward to that day absolutely. Well, Jose, thank you so much, sir. Thank you for for taking the time. As thank always. you very much. Thank you. Absolutely. Thank you. Yep.